Welcome to episode 36 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. My name is Deontay Epps, and for this episode, Dane and I were joined by Brian Mazik. He's a sports and gaming journalist for Forbes, covers NBA 2K, Madden, EA Sports, everything that you see about gaming and experience when you read articles a lot of those articles are coming from brian so we took the time to reach out to him to get him to come on the podcast and man was he great dropped so many gems about the upcoming college football game from ea sports talked a lot about madden including some information about a certain hashtag that you've probably seen circulating on social media a few months ago regarding the madden franchise we got into 2k and they're creeping up to possibly try to get into the football realm of sports video games so many gems brian was amazing of course dane is always amazing and we just appreciate you guys tuning in each and every time we step on the mic and we're just trying to give you guys the best content possible also don't forget you can purchase duo shirts short and long sleeve by going to bit.ly.com slash the duo shirts pre-orders will end on february 19th don't forget after you fill out that form you can also pay by hitting our cash app or venmo so that'll be going on until february 19th but we're just gonna drop you right into the episode talking about college football ea sports game coming up hope you guys enjoy it Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. You are now listening to the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Here are your hosts, Deontay Epps and Dane Beasley. You know, uh, they they heard... You know, they, they 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 knew all of that stuff. They knew that people wanted it back, but they weren't going to take that step until they knew that they could do it the way they wanted to do it. Now, hardcore sports gamers probably felt like you guys could have done this a long time ago. All you had to do was let us be able to customize the, the, the rosters, customize the jerseys. But major companies like that don't have as much uh, confidence in what they would see that as like a niche kind of a a lane, right? Because the fact of the matter is most gamers are not going to take the time to fill out a whole roster. Most gamers are not even going to take the time to go and on whatever share feature you have to download whatever this roster is. And then there's, there's the, the liability that's a court that, that's connected to ignorance, right? So uh, you have somebody fill out this entire roster and do all these things. And they make you, they supply you with this just bang up uh, player creation tool. And you look out here and somebody's got a killer version of Trevor Lawrence, hair coming out the back, everything, <laughs> got the right amount of paws on his head for how many big plays he's made for Clemson. And what happens is someone in in a position of power says, how in the world did you get Trevor Lawrence in the game? You don't have license to use him. And so now there's an explanation that has to go on where he right. has to say, well, this is not a real guy. This somebody, our community created this. And those are the types of conversations that major organizations don't want to have. They mm-hmm. want everything to be in the clear front, just bam, I'm able to do this because they literally have no reason to take risk because they are already making money hand over fist. I, I literally had this situation happen to me. I was making a legends roster. I've been making legends rosters forever. 
So made a Legends roster some years back. And 2K was in the process of signing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to get his license. And they, but they hadn't finalized it yet. But I made a killer Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I put him on a, uh, as the lead image of, a, of an article. And mm-hmm. he was on these thumbnails that I had done on YouTube. Well, Kareem's people called 2K and said, what is this? We didn't finish this yet. So they had to have this conversation with Kareem's people to explain to them wow. that they didn't jump the gun and start using right. his license. So there's all this different kind of stuff that goes on that people kind of don't uh, always know about. Uh, so, you know, that's why they EA knows that something is going to be worked out with these with the players thing. They know that they'll be able to pay these players. They don't know exactly necessarily when that uh, that agreement is going to be had, but they know that it's coming. And with that and the strength of their license with the uh, CLC, the Collegiate Licensing Company, which gives them access to over 200 different schools. And when we talk about schools, we're not just talking about, oh, I can say uh, Alabama, which was actually historically they're the first ever university to ever sign with the CLC. Every other school followed their footsteps afterwards. So they they it this license gives them access to do more than just say oh we got alabama no they get to have the name of the stadium they get to have all of the the complete uniform breakout if alabama has some sort of signature tailgating celebration or whatever that's associated with the school this license covers all of that they could even put paul bill bryant in there because he's the first guy who ever signed, he negotiated that deal with CLC to get Alabama as a part of it. So it, this license is, that license is far more powerful than people realize. And the only thing that there is to shake out is what are we going to do from a player standpoint? But because of the way EA operates, I already know how that's going to work. So we are, we're not, we're going to say, okay, you got Trevor Lawrence is obviously a quarterback at Clemson. So we don't want any confusion. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make Trevor Lawrence a six, one black guy who's left-handed mm-hmm. with a plenty of that. Yeah. And so now <laughs> you've got to do it. And he's just going to be, and he might be number 14 instead or whatever one number off what his Jersey number is. But of course you can edit everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's only going to be a temporary thing. So their thing is, at, at, at the floor of their idea, right? The floor of their idea is something unforeseen goes wrong and we don't get the player licenses. But what we will have is ultimate team. And ultimate team is the money driver. So what you do is, I already got the license to Adrian Peterson. I already got the license to uh, Bo Jackson. I already got the license to Mike Vick. I already got the license to uh, to, to Joe Montana. So now... I'm giving an I'm giving you ultimate team versions of Bo Jackson at Auburn. I'm giving you ultimate team versions of Steve Young at BYU and all of this. And and now you the Mutt the Mutt fans, I guess now there would be cut fans. I guess this is college mm-hmm. ultimate team. <laughs> the cut fans are now scrambling to get a gold version of Auburn Bo Jackson. Oh my god. And so if nothing else from a from a micro transition transaction standpoint, they have that even if they have to let everybody just 
you know, completely update the roster. So the game is going to happen. Um, and I'm betting 85 to 90% that when it, when it releases, EA would prefer to have the whole licensing thing wrapped up so they can literally put the names of the players on the backs and hold would have to with no restrictions. But even if that whole thing gets wrapped up after they bring it out, they can just add the roster, the real rosters in as a, as a DLC and an update once the whole, the legal thing is, is ironed out. So this is gonna happen. Man, that's, that's wild. So you mentioned, uh, or EA sports in general and EA sports has plenty of criticisms for, you know, the, the Madden game itself, the franchise mode, uh, myself and Deontay were both avid Madden players, at least not this past year. We, um, we skipped for, this year. For, but... personal, <laughs> for personal reasons. Y'all I had to take a, pre- yeah, y'all yeah, I had to take a sabbatical. I had y'all to take t- a little y'all sabbatical. Y'all took a neo man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> took a stand. It took a knee. Yeah, for real. Yeah. For real, man. Yeah, I, this is the first year we ever, like, <laughs> took a break because, I mean, we just fed yeah. up with everything as far as i know you've obviously seen everything going on with social media uh, regarding the system or the game so yeah we just took a break (laughs) so considering those criticisms how optimistic should fans be about this product and then two the second part of the question how optimistic are you about this product as a fan well you know so the whole fix madden franchise hashtag I, i started it so it started. Wow! It started with an article that I wrote on. I don't even remember that. I mean, I remember yeah. the hashtag, but I, I didn't know it started with you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I participated I started, that day, and, and I had no idea that it was going to get that big. Appreciate I, you. I, I, I what I did was I started sending it to everybody on Twitter who had Madden in their description, who had at least a certain amount of followers. And I said, if we can get this going, and I didn't, and I got turned down by a lot of people, and some people turned me down in a very like, just indignant manner, like a uh, throne YouTube, the guy, one of the biggest mutt guys, like he's actually a complete jerk. You don't even have to edit that out. I'm co- totally fine with you saying it. <laughs> yeah, he is, and but he's a mutt guy, and mutt guys are very defensive about talking about anything that has to do with the game because it's a business for them first. And I, and I get it. I get that, you know, but there's still certain ways to be more um, just amicable and, and mature about the way you handle something that you don't necessarily agree with. So I'm very aware of what's going on with Madden. And to be totally honest, while there's plenty of things that can be fixed from a, from a gameplay standpoint, I think the biggest issues are with the just naked franchise mode uh, and just overall a lack of a lack of creativity and innovation with the with the with the options and customization. Um, It baffles my mind that. A version of your game from 13 years ago has more features than the one now mm-hmm. like yep. i i know that traditionally what we've seen is when you go from one console generation to the next what usually happens 
is they kind of strip it down to bare bones a little bit and they start to add the features back because they focus on graphics and gameplay initially and then they blow it out, right? I was very happy to see that 2K didn't do that this year. 2K came out with Next Generation and there's some gameplay issues, but they said, we're going to hit you with the greatest franchise mode we ever had. And we already had the best one anyway. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciated mm-hmm. that, right? And it doesn't appear that MLB the show is is pulling back. MLB the show has finally given us create a ballpark. And right. Doing it on the first version on and, the and they got the cross gen or they're trying they to do the cross gen this year. Play, like, right. So they not so now it seems like the trend is changing from that standpoint, right? But Madden is so stat EA is so stagnant, right? And so that same concept that I was telling you about, which you don't have to take risk, well there is a faulty side of that as well. And you don't take risk because I'm already making all this money on microtransactions. Mm, right. Why would I take a risk of giving you guys a feature that Something might better. not work at first? <laughs> because see, that's the thing. And that's that's the thing about 2K, right? People get on 2K a lot and they deserve a lot of the criticism that happens. But what they don't respect is that 2K will try things. They want to add things. They will push an envelope. And quite honestly, a lot of the 2K community does not really appreciate the game as much as it. Dude, bro, you get to create a guy and walk around a fictional environment, interacting with people with the ability to play in about the game. It's like six different games in one. And like they got stuff for either in any type of player. Like, <laughs> right. if you, but meanwhile, it, EA is giving you Madden and saying you better take it, you better like it because it's football. You know what I mean? And they're not trying to push an envelope at all because you're prospering so much. Why mess? Why rock the boat? Is the way that they're looking at it. And other thing that gamers have to realize is that most of these decisions are made by non-gamers. Right. Unfortunately, made by people who sit up in a in a in a in a in an office and they their evaluation is based off of a sheet of numbers or a screen of numbers. And it says this and it says that. And if this number is higher than this number, they don't care what you've been tweeting. They don't care what your YouTube video said. This number on the left side is higher than this number on the right. And we're going to keep on doing what this number on the left side said. That's just it. It's literally that simple. So it's like my expectations for college football are 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 actually fairly high. And the reason I say that is because I do believe that see all hashtags are not created equal. And what I will say is the difference in fixed Madden franchise and some of those other ones that kind of came out after that is that. Okay, it's funny. When I did that, what I really was kind of building off of was the the spirit in the world by people who felt less than uh, powerful in our world, right? So oftentimes, you know, us as Black men and us as Black people, we have, we, we find ourselves in these situations, right? And we feel underserved. We feel marginalized. And we know that we don't like what this situation is. But if you start asking people, well, what what do you want then? How do we change this? What to do? 
you start seeing that you're not getting actual solutions. You're just getting more cries out of something's wrong. And I understand that. But when you're going to make a demand to somebody and say, I'm no longer going to take this, here's what I want and here's what would satisfy me. So my mindset was fixed man franchise was trying to kind of tell people if you're unhappy, say you're unhappy, but also tell me what would make you happy. Don't just get out here and say, I'm mad. Okay, why? Because I, I, I'm mad. No, bro. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So to me, Fixed Man Franchise was specifically telling you, your franchise mode is below standard. We would like to see that improved. And if you don't, if you don't improve it, the people who belong to this demographic are no longer going to buy in. And so because of that, I think college football ties very well into the franchise community because people used to enjoy being able to take the players that graduated off of the off of college football right. in the Madden. If you like college football like that in a from a video game standpoint, I would venture to say six to seven times out of ten, you're a franchise player. So the fact that college football is even getting brought back is is a nod to that community to a degree, because I think that a higher demographic there. So because of that, I expect this to be something pretty decent. Um, and I also expect the franchise mode of Madden 22 to be the best franchise mode we've seen since 08. That's deep. You talked about the customization of, you know, how people take the rosters and stuff like that. You're familiar with uh, the college football revamp. Okay, so I, I've tried it, and it's it's incredible. It's like playing the, an updated version on the Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3, and the guys that put in the work to that, had it, it's very – I was describing it to Dane and my brother. It's it's incredible the work they put in to update a game that we loved so long ago. And do you feel like EA Sports – or they had some eyes and ears out there kind of like, okay, they actually brought this game back. People still love this game. And they basically recreated a new game. You think EA kind of was aware of things that were going on in there? To be totally honest, absolutely not. Okay. Because they probably should have been. But the decision maker, like, okay, so does Clint Oldenburg know that they did college football revamp? Absolutely. Um, but the decisions that are made for these franchises are made so far ahead, above Clint Oldenburg. You think Clint Oldenburg doesn't want to make the game that these people want? He does. Yeah. This dude played offensive line in the NFL. He right. knows the game better than oh, yeah. every single last one of these people who cry about what's not in it. So if he was making the exact game that he wanted to make, I, it would be it would have a lot of this stuff that people say that they want. Mm -hmm. But now he don't necessarily always handle the public well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not his strong suit. Right. You know I mean? But I've always been against developers mixing with community uh, managers. It's two different skill sets. And it's very difficult for a developer not to take personal direct criticism of his work. That's why a community manager is a very important position because they can serve as the liaison between the community and the developers. So you don't get that first response. There might be a knee jerk, angry response from a developer from criticism. 
It comes through the community manager, can be funneled to the community in a way that is more digestible and doesn't burn bridges and, and mess up relationships and vice versa. Uh, but the developers, man, I know people on this development team who literally have flat told me they won't let us make the franchise more we won't. They won't. It goes back to that Madden Ultimate team and the trans- microtransactions they're bringing in. Yes. I know Cha-ching. people have left this team because of frustration on the fact That's that they sad, make the franchise mode that they want. Dude, the, the guy who is one of the most visible franchise mode guys right now, Andrew uh, Andre Weingart, he's Swami uh, from YouTube. That's where he got his start. Always been a hardcore franchise guy. He is a, I mean, he is a hardcore straight franchise nerd. If that guy isn't able to make the franchise mode that everybody wants, you know it's not because of a lack of desire or passion. It's because of something above them that is creating a ceiling. You know, and those guys that are making guys and girls or whoever that are making this decision, they don't know how much money the college football revamped make. That's the question. And if it didn't make anywhere near anything, it didn't cut into any level of their profit share or market share at all. And that is the thing that moves the needle for the decision maker. Man, so I guess the tough question, or do I really want the answer to this, is for college football guys like us, um, is there any idea when one could possibly expect this product? I I don't think, um, I think the earliest you'll see it is next year. Um, but I think we're looking more like two to three years. Uh, mm. I would say two is probably the three seems long because, I mean, we're in a TikTok generation, man. Is attention spans are short. Yeah, thanks. You know, you know, so you can't drag on stuff too long. And, and trust me, that announcement probably yeah. came a good 18 months after the real conversation began. So that was just when it was made public. But people with NEA have known that this was coming probably for at least a, a year and a half. There was a tweet from that account, like three, like the old college football account. They had tweeted mm-hmm. during the national championship. I don't know if you remember that, like four or yep. five years ago, like the little heartbeat. Yep. And people yep. were freaking out then, <laughs> like, oh, is it coming? Is it coming? And, and, like, oh. and that was a test. That was a feeler. <laughs> yeah, they, they got me. It's like show. that, man. It's, they, it's a feeler because you and the people at EA probably said, all right, we're going to, it was strategic. Yeah. With this feeling, when when will eyes be highest on college football national championship? Okay. Right. We're gonna put this tweet out, and and I wouldn't be surprised because this is literally how this works, man. I wouldn't be surprised if the powers to be says if this tweet trends or gets six hundred thousand likes, five hundred thousand likes, or whatever amount of retweets, whatever amount of social engagement, we'll move to the next step. If it doesn't then maybe that's telling us the interest level isn't there like like we like we think. That's interesting. That's that old. definitely yeah, oh, that was nice. I remember that. I was like, oh man, they yeah. gonna announce something. Then I think they followed up with a tweet, oh no. No, we're just uh, we're just love Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember wow. I had a conversation with um uh the guy who's the executive producer of the NCA series. His name is Ben Ha Miller. He's still still there. So he's a guy, right? Straight football guy. I mean, straight up real deal football guy, right? And we were at the what it was called the PlayStation Experience. And it was in 2014. 
in Vegas. It was the it was the um the year the the well it was in December, but it was um the year that the new I think it was the year no, it was a month after PlayStation 4 dropped came out. So we're there and they had an EA UFC uh booth. And so there's a bunch of EA people there. Chuck Liddell's there. We play. I, I literally played Chucky with Chuck Liddell, and um, uh, Misha Tate's there. Everybody, so it's really cool, right? And I'm, I get Ben Hobbill over there, and I'm like, bro, you think I'm not gonna ask you about college football? Right now? <laughs> right? He was like, um, he's like, man, if it was up to me, we'd already be playing it. He's like, but it's not that simple, you know, it's not that simple. And uh, he said, um. And so to answer your question about are they aware of certain things, the people on his level are aware of the things like college football revamped because he said, well, I've heard mm-hmm. there's some ways to, 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 to get the new college football playoff format. Just what I've heard. Right. So he's, <laughs> right. That's so the he way of saying that. Yeah. Plant a little, plant uh, a little seed. Right. He knows about these mods and stuff that are happening, but he's not the decision maker. And that's the thing. And so many people in the community, they think that the people that they get to talk to all the time are the decision makers. And they're not. Ronnie doesn't make any decisions for 2K. Ronnie, Ronnie gets blames on the daily. He, he gets <laughs> blasted all the doesn't time. Make any decisions for 2K. <laughs> LED, uh, 2K doesn't make any decisions for 2K. Andre Weingarten doesn't make it. And to a degree, a guy like Rex Dixon, who's been who's not in that position anymore with, with EA for Madden, he didn't either. He was very frustrated by the lack of focus on franchise, which is part of the reason why he left. So it, it it's not too often the culprits are out of the community's reach. So, you know, it's just what it is. Interesting. A lot of people don't really realize. I know sometimes I feel like that too. Like, man, just it's people above, like you said, the ones that we see on social every day um, that make the decisions of what we enjoy. As far as uh, 2K had announced, I don't even know how long ago it was about them diving into the football product. We know they can't make a simulation type game similar to Madden. What's your thoughts on what they could possibly do? Could we, especially as, you know, classics back in the day with uh, NFL Street, NBA Street, will we see some type of variation or something similar to what NFL Street was? That's, that's, so the, the, the key thing for this whole thing is we need a definition of what is simulation. Okay. Because mm. before we know what that means, we won't know what to expect. So I've talked to 2K several times about it. And uh, right now is mom's the word, you know, they, they're not <laughs> going to let out what what they want to do, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, I do know that they have high hopes of being able to pry some level of exclusivity away. But here again, these decisions are made by non gamers who don't have much of a reason to take a risk. Madden is extremely successful from a financial standpoint. So you got people like Cal McNair from the Houston Texans, Robert Kraft from the Patriots, Virginia McCaskey from the Bears. Making these decisions with the, yeah, with the exclusive license. So yeah. You think that she cares about how good NFL 2K5 was? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? You're like, check the number. They're like, well, what's the money looking like? What's the oh, okay. Yeah. What's, the <laughs> what's the numbers? Yes. And so, and, and, right, all of all of us as NFL owners had collected a check based off of whatever percentage of that revenue they get from Madden success or whatever they pay for that license. And I'm sure they get some percentage of what, you know, EA makes from just producing the game and microtransactions and the licensing and all that. So they get, you know, each owner might be getting through like another 50, 35, $50 million just from Madden, right? Bam. And dropped in there. And now you telling me that, Hey, somebody's trying to pitch you. Well, you know, if you open up this license to these other companies, They'll be, a, that sounds way too complicated when I'm already getting this. I'm already, and, and, and people get mad at them. Like, bro, if you were in that same situation, you probably make the same decision. Like people get mad at EA. Y'all, y'all, they're bogus. They're, you know, shutting down competition. Man, I'm going to tell you something. If I am a potato chip manufacturer and I've been selling these potato chips and people have been buying these potato chips, but here come this new company who's going to start making potato chips. And all of a sudden, everybody starts saying, man, them potato chips taste kind of good. And they don't even cost as much as your chips. But then I get to go to the potato factory and say, hey, man, I make a deal with you. Don't sell them no more potatoes. Give me all the potatoes. Mm. You think I'm not going to the potato factory and saying, don't give no more potatoes to them? That's exactly what I'm doing. Business for them. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And and then uh, people don't understand the NFL approached them. They didn't approach the NFL. The NFL came to everybody who had the NFL license and said, we're, we're open to an exclusivity deal. And at the time, EA was the one that was in the position to take it. And they took it. And now there it goes. You know, that's what it is. Man, we appreciate you, Brian, taking the time out, man, to give more perspective of the the ins and outs. The, yeah. not, I wouldn't say backdoor deals, but just like people, <laughs> some people don't really get or understand to have you on. Yeah, for sure, Dane, to have you on and give your perspective is uh, amazing. We appreciate you so much, man. Uh, every time we have a guest on, we like to give them the opportunity to shout out anything, uh, social media, any causes or anything like that. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I really just um, uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to sit before people and all of that. And, um, you know, I, I don't have a a certain type of like business calls, but what I will say is that everything that I've been able to accomplish has been because of God. And that's the cause that's most important to me at this point, more than any business. And it even covers every charity that I might even mention. So that's, that's my cause. Can't, can't, can't do it better than that, man. For sure. Appreciate you so much. Brian Mazik, sports and gaming journalist for Forbes and we just appreciate you very much. Episode 36 of the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. You can listen to this episode on all digital streaming platforms as well as our website, www.theduosportsandstuffpodcast.com. Peace.